Hello and welcome back to the World Music Podcast. This is Will Marsh. And on episode 5, we are speaking with sitarist Deobrat Mishra. And Deobrat comes from 11 generations of musicians based out of Benares, India. Deobrat learned under his father, the legendary Pandit Shivnath Mishra. Deobrat's style is very unique and original in the sense that he plays Banarsi Tumri on the sitar. Combining that along with Drupad and Khayal styles of singing, this creates a rare new style. Deobrat began performing internationally with his father in 1994. He regularly performs throughout India, Europe, and the United States. And Deobrat has a group called Trio Banaris, which is a Indian jazz ensemble that features the German saxophonist Roger Hanschel and Prashant Mishra on tabla. I just feel really lucky to have met Deobrat while he was performing in California. And I've since got to visit him in India and really see the beauty of three generations of musicians living under one household and just feeling that um, energy of the music passing on and carrying on in a place like Benares is really an amazing thing. So I think you'll love just this interview where Deobat really openly shares about his, his journey as a multi-generational musician and where he finds inspiration and new ideas amidst uh, such an ancient lineage. So this recording was originally made on October 15th, 2020. Enjoy, enjoy the wonderful insights here in our conversation with Deobrat. Thank you. Welcome everyone. Today I'm really excited to have amazing musician Deobrat Mishra tuning in today from Benares, India. And Deobratji is a fantastic sitar player and composer and someone who I've had the good fortune to uh, become friends with in my musical journey. So Deobratji, welcome and good evening to you. Thank you, Will Mars. And uh, as you are also a great person, great person to be around, so I'm very happy uh, that we met and we had some... <clears throat> musical talk and sharing with each other. Mm, yeah, those are very fond memories for me. And I miss that um, opportunity to travel. And usually I would see you here on tour or I would be going to India around this time. And so I'm grateful that at least we can meet in this way and, and connect here. Yeah, this is more safer way. Yes. Connected. Yes, I know. And wow, I'm I'm just amazed by your legacy as a seventh generation musician in the Banaras Garana. And I want to correct you; uh, it's more like eleventh generation because eleventh, yeah, eleventh. Ah, beautiful. Because, <clears throat> because my family is more than I think uh, more than four hundred years in Varanasi music wow. tradition. So I think that is like more like eleventh generation. Well, let you update that in your bio because I think that's very important. <laughs> yeah, I I need to update definitely. Well, thank you for sharing that. And you um you learned under your father who is a, you know, renowned musician, Pandit Shivnath Mishra for the listeners. He is um just a incredible composer and sitarist and 
I'm curious, you know, as you began your training and your your study of sitar, what what was it like in a typical day, kind of in the height of your your training with your father? I'm assuming that was in the home, and um, I'm just curious what what a day of that was like for to paint us a picture for for that time. Definitely, I want to explain you something about. Uh, my birth mm. that uh, <clears throat> it was uh, in that time you know people were always uh, thinking that son will take the lineage mm-hmm. of family legacy of family but uh, I'm sorry means like there are a lot of good women are musicians but at that time there were old thoughts of in families my father was quite open for that mm. but uh, <clears throat> what happens uh, like uh, my father, he used to sing every day in my ear, Sare Gama Padanisa, which is Indian solfice. Hmm. So <clears throat> we, you, you called it Doremi Fasolati Do, and we called it Sare Gama Padanisa. So uh, my father used to sing every day in my ear. So instead of when I was able to speak, instead of speaking Papa, Mama, or something, I was speaking like Sa, hmm. Re. My father was always teaching. Sa, Re, Ga, Ma. So he was teaching, and I'm very happy that my father he taught also my sisters. Also, he taught same way. Uh, he, he taught sitar, and one of my sister is a great uh, knowledge of music. So I'm, mm. I was near around the music. My uncles, my my grandfather. I was always also near. My my maternal grandfather from my mother's side, Pandit Kishan Maharajji. Wow. So I I I was very young and I stayed in in his house many times. I used to go and he he was blessing me a lot. So so it, the atmosphere was like if I'm going to grandfather house, there was always talk about music. Hmm. So oh he used to ask me how many hours you practice. My grandfather, you know, Pandit Kishan Maharajji, and Pandit Nanku Maharajji, which mm. who he was, a, he was great tabla player, and he lived also in Calcutta. So he played with Ustad Ali, Ali Akbar Khan Saab, Pandit Nikhil Banerjee, with all the greats. Mm. He played Pandit Nanku Maharaj. He was my uh, my grandfather from my mother's side, and uh, <clears throat> so you know. I was always learning in, in that uh, atmosphere and they used to ask now which raga you learn, which technique you learn, how many hours you practice, uh, did you play it in seven beat rupak or did you play it in chaptal or so this was how I was they were playing kind of questioning answering and and so I was learning and same time my grandfather from my father's side Pradit Mahadev Prasad Mishra and he used to teach me singing a little bit hmm. and uh, also I learned some tabla from my mother uh, Pramila Mishraji hmm. so this was a great great thing so I was always surrounded by great masters and uh, they used to joke with me in music so I feel like I'm, I, I first of all I was so blessed to born in that family that lineage and uh, later you know 
that is a story that I started to become a sitar player. But my uh, young age, when, when I had to learn, when I had to start my sitar, they, my father never pushed me to become sitar player. Hmm. So, you know, I learned, first they give you option. They, they gave me tabla, my mother taught me tabla, my grandfather was teaching me singing. And of course my father bring one day sitar, small sitar to me and says, try on it. And then I liked it very much, hmm. sitar. So I choose sitar in that way. I could be a tabla player, I could be a singer. Hmm. But uh, I was, uh, at that time my father was my idol. Wow. So, so I wanted to become like him as a yeah. person. That's beautiful how you share. I mean, before you even started formally learning an instrument, you were in an atmosphere of so much rich musicality and and um, in your family and in your atmosphere. And then I love how, you know, you weren't f- expected that you have to play sitar. It had to come from your own... Um, interest and in, in resonance and um, I think that's a great a great piece to yeah, know I want to, share, I want to share something you know mm. uh, many time I read a book of some great musicians and they told they write uh, how hard for them their guru or teacher used to be teaching them you know how how they used to tie them in tree or something mm-hmm. and I never had that experience with my father mm. you know so I, if I, I see my memories, I always see my memories is a happy memories. Never, never been tortured or never been punished or something. Because music, my father always say, music is all about love. Hmm. Music is all about peace. How possible that uh, uh, it's, it's uh, how can my father, uh, you know, he punished me. And he not did only with me, but he did with all his students. He was doing doing even more. He was more soft to other students, hmm. also soft to me. So he is like a flower, like a rose. Hmm. So he used to say, "Music is love." So so don't worry. I am not gonna not gonna punish you or anything. Wow. But that is other thing that what it makes me to respect my father more more than that. Because he never wanted to make me a copy of some, someone, All, even though his copy. He says, son, you play your style, how you like. Hmm. You don't need to, to be my copy. Wow. What happening nowadays, I feel <clears throat> most of people, they are trying to be copy of someone. So I want to say, you know, Ustad Vilayat Khan Sawas, not a copy hmm. of anybody. Ustad Ali Akbar Khan Saab, he was not a copy of anyone. Hmm. Pandit Ravi Shankarji was not a copy of anyone. Pandit Nikhil Banerjee was not a copy. They had, like, there was three three great sitar players, four great sitar players, but each one had their own styles. Right. We were not copying each other. So what happened nowadays, I feel, uh, because of copying, the originality is finishing. So this has to be very, very uh, important that people should understand that Indian classical music especially is not a copy. You cannot learn from YouTube and just play exactly like that. You made your sitar, it's Will Mars, how he play. Of course, you take my technique, 
maybe you can take my technique, you can take from your guru. But what is the speciality of Wilmars? That is more important. Yes. Expression, your, your expression is more important than, <clears throat> than you become a copy of someone. Hmm. So Indian classical music is, is all about how you express yourself. So this is, That's, I want to share this, hmm. this story to people, invest sometime people, uh, you know, they want to ask uh, what, how to play sitar, how, how I should implement it. Hmm. So this is the way you should implement. You should, you should work good technique, you should work, but play how you feel it. Wow. And it's beautiful how you're sharing that, you know, your father, his, his whole personality is, has influenced how you play music, right? He's really expressing music as a form of devotion and love and also encouraging you to bring out your own voice. And I think that's an important thing that I am um, wanting to emphasize, such a beautiful legacy that he is passing on. And, and I'm, I'm sure that you pass that on to your students and you show music as an example of, of a love, devotion, um, something that is you know sacred to our lives and, and brings us joy. And that's just, really what the world needs right now. So I am, I am giving my pranam to your father, Pandit Shivnath Mishra, for his personality and his just way of, of being in the world. And that's, that's a great thing. Um, Thank you. Thank yeah. you for such a nice word to you. Mm. You know, one of the things I've been thinking about with the study of this music um, for our listeners, when, when we study Indian classical music, we never really finish. There's no ending. It's, it's an endless art form. And you, you started learning, you know, blessed with this rich atmosphere and, and learning under your father. And I'm wondering if you, looking back, can kind of take your first 10 years. What was going on? What were you understanding? Your next 10 years, what was starting to show that you didn't see? And then your next 10 years, because I know for myself... I, I keep seeing new things in different periods and you know there's a time where we have to get our technique and maybe we're working on speed and then there's a time where wow we actually hear the the slow part of a rag that we didn't hear before and maybe you can share some of that in your life learning like where are some different points that you find? Well, before I'm explaining about all these 10 years things hmm. I want to tell you in short, that every day I feel something new. Wow. Whenever I play, every day I feel something new I learn. Hmm. It's like I play with my father. Uh, I think I played so many concerts with him. But I cannot tell you uh, that uh, he played sometime maybe in, 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 those, in those years I'm playing with him. Maybe he played <clears throat> 30 times or 40 times one raga. In those years mm -hmm. when I played but each time I played that raga is different mm -hmm. he was something like I prepared myself to be with him on stage mm -hmm. and when I'm there and I say oh this time I know because last time I played he, he played me new technique so I learned that and when he play automatically when I play that technique he put, put something new <laughs> over it 
Yeah. So, so for me, like amazing, you know, wow. how possible? Because this is beyond sitar. You know, hmm. Pandit Ravishankar, my father, Pandit Shunath Mishra, Nikhil Banerjee, Pandit Nikhil Banerjee, Ustad Vilayat Khan Sahib, uh, you know, and uh, Abd- Ustad Abdul Halim Jafar Khan Sahib, all those legends, you know, they were beyond sitar. Hmm. You have, because sitar is something you play, there's technique. There's meat, there's gamak, there's... But when you play beyond sitar, every day you learn mm. new thing. Because everything, every day is new technique is coming. New new ideas is coming. Mm. So this is like I'm learning every day with my father, uh, something new. So suppose he teach me uh, Iraq Yaman for eight years, I learn. Mm-hmm. But in eight years, every day he played Yaman was different. Mm-hmm. Whenever he come to class, it was not he was not repeating. So that is master. That makes him pandit. Hmm. Like sometimes we play one raga yaman. Nowadays young people, you know, they play one raga yaman. They say, "Oh, I'm pandit. I'm." They feel so proud. But can you believe? Eight years I learned same raga with my father, and each time is is different. Mm-hmm. So first ten years I learned only rag yaman. Wow. One rag. He didn't change me any rag. I didn't know that 10 years Rag Bhairavi, I, I knew this kid, but I didn't know other things. Hmm. So when 10 years I learned only Rag Yaman and he says stick with that. And he was not, means I was performing some places, but Rag Yaman, Rag Yaman, Rag Yaman, Rag Yaman. So he was not letting me learn another Rag. And nowadays, if you want, you come, you ask, uh, the student asks, uh, in university, suppose I'm saying universities, in Indian universities, I'm t- t- talking freely to today with your, because this is, this have, people have to understand that. In universities, like I learned one raga for eight years or nine years, let's mm-hmm. say. In university, when you go, you have to do amuse, be muse, amuse. One year you have to learn 60 ragas, 40 ragas. Hmm. And so, can you believe, believe how much how much feeling you can make? Only you learn one bandis, istai antara, istai manja antara, and then then you go to another rag. Mm-hmm. Then istai antara manja, one tan, two tan, it's okay. So this is what happening. Mm. Actually, university was made made for performing art. Now it become more like theoretical. No more performing art. Why? And they need a lot of uh, professors, they need, you know, this degree, that. But why not uh, uh, any university produce Pandit Ravishankar? Why not any any uh, university produce Ustad Allah Khan Saab? Why not any university produce uh, Pandit Kishan Maharaj? Why? Because mm. they learn only Na on Tabla. Na, Na, Na. Now only now the sound they move always tabla to get the right tone. For I saw my grandfather making na na from morning till evening, hmm. and I thought, what he's doing? He's moving, moving, moving his tabla na 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 na. My father only saw making sa his stroke. So amazing. Wow. So this is how. Uh, artistic way should be so my first 10 years as I explained you mm-hmm. learning only Rag Yaman practicing mm-hmm. and then other 10 years was more into techniques like 
of course like i try to be like other sita play a little fast other 10 years i was more into deepness because i wanted to to become not a fastest sita player but i wanted to become real sita player means like i don't want to show off which many people are trying to do but i try to to make people sit in audience and they close their eyes not watching me and i tell you one example there was a concert of varanasi musician a great musician uh pandit rajan sajan mishra my family person mm-hmm. and he was doing there and ari long re he did and people clapped and he took mic he says in varanasi nobody clap in alap they should take close their eyes and listen mm-hmm. in re how why you because they say you are only watching you're not learning deep Hmm. So you understand the depth, Make, the depth. only depth yeah because you are only only just try to clap but not understanding deepness of music mm. it's not a sport to watch it's something yeah. experience it's not, listen yeah mm. and varanasi my city is not all about it hmm varanasi is a city many great musician they say to their children go to varanasi if you are success there then you will be success in all around the world because even the rickshaw man rickshaw wala is also musician well wow. have musical mind in varanasi they used to say yes well now we're talking about varanasi and i'm wondering if you can share a little bit about what what makes the banaras gharana unique and the qualities of 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 your style and and the banaras gharana specifically it's more about because there is bararas uh, is based on singing style garana mm. so in singing you find four different style of singing which you also find in my sitar my sitar is singing style mm. but my sitar has all this four singing style one is dhrupad second is khayal then third is thumri and fourth is tappa mm. is four style you find in varanasi singing and that makes it very special because if you ask uh, any singer they they also singing dhrupad because people are singing only dhrupad for one style some people are only singing khayal some people only singing thumri and someone is thumri and tappa you know like they sing mm-hmm. but in varanasi four all these four things you find and that makes it really really special and especially uh, thumri part in varanasi is amazing like i have heard so many great great singer uh, thumri singing so mm. like only they are singing 2 hours of abna bajabo sham this word abna bajao sham only 3 hours only one word of navajao shyam 3 hours and each time they they sing is different never repeating it hmm. so can you believe how much knowledge they have hmm. they never repeat 3 hours same notes hmm. abna bajao 
एरिया बना बजावो बजावो श्याम एरिया ब बना सो यू फाइंड दिस थिंग इन माई सितार ऑल्सो यस लाइक थ्री आवर्स आई आई प्ले टू आवर्स ओनली दिस अबना बजाओ श्याम and that is a ras banaras is a city of ras 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 means emotions mm-hmm. banaras the emotions is already made here banaras mm. banaras means already made ras means emotion so all emotion you find full with made inside the city that's a great description i've never heard that um meaning of banaras wow yes beautiful and this they they say uh subah banaras the morning of banaras you find if you walk in the ghats you find musicians playing music practicing on the ghats wrestlers are doing their exercise on the ghats meditation yogis in some corner yogis are sitting so each hmm one second you walking something new you are seeing there and for music this is very important city because most uh this city is still now like if you go to bombay delhi other city those cities are actually very very fast now yes it's like you 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 go to bombay you feel like you are in new york mm-hmm. or you are in paris or, but banaras is still the old india see yes so also music in varanasi is old indian because we we people is not we like to do fusion of course i do fusion but yes. at same time when i play classical i am a classical sitar player yes i don't mix uh, my fusion part in classical music my fusion Uh, my classical part in fusion means i do classical part in my fusion but i don't mix when i do classical part like i don't do like do 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 means many some musician they do when they do fusion they 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 come in the in the classical music they do all this kind of techniques but i try to not to so i yeah in honesty it will be hard if you do this public will throw you out from the stage. Mhm. This is great because what I'm hearing you share is how you're balancing um the purity of your classical style and your fusion is able to use your knowledge of classical music and go into another direction, but when you're performing classical, it's remaining kind of this pure, you know, basis. And this is something I want to talk about because um for our listeners um Deo Brecci has a group called Trio Benares with saxophonist Roger Hanschel um who is from Denmark is that right from Germany Germany okay he's he's a Germ- German saxophonist excuse me and um the trio is just it's an amazing sound and a, a such a nice blend of melody and rhythm and I I want to ask you what what makes a good fusion and what makes this blend successful. Um I've been listening a lot to your your albums of Trio Benares and I just feel like it it is a successful combination of the styles and 
what makes that what made that successful and and how is it what what is what am i hearing that sounds so good to me uh yes uh no, very nice question you asked because this this question been asked with many times uh, mm. to us and we always reply in some some nice way which is we play fusion not confusion mm-hmm. because many people use they they take saxophone they use sitar they use tabla they use you no know, there lot of instrument but when they are on stage it's all confusion there mm-hmm. for some people i'm saying but what we decided as a roger is a very very uh, prominent artist in in germany he won so many awards and he searched uh, for me to work with indian musician he searched mm. me on 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 online he searched me somewhere i don't know where mm. and he called me one day and he says i want to come to india and i want to learn some indian classical raga mm. on saxophone and i say well uh, i never did it but of course you can come and learn with me Hmm. and he came to india and uh, he studied ragas and he wanted to learn the meet technique which is you don't have in saxophone actually mm-hmm. like banding on the on saxophone so he learned this banding and like because in saxophone mostly you get you can make barely little little with your mouth but you cannot do full banding and he he invent a technique goes as we sit and together so if you see in our fusion you feel it's different it's not like playing uh, tak 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 it's more more like melody more like uh, emotions more like feeling and our compositions we we not try to use saxophone or sitar or tabla as a sound we try to make a sound together if there is some composition no matter how difficult it is for saxophone or for sitar we try to manage to play together because some something which is easier for saxophone to play on notes on saxophone but it's very hard to play on sitar yes but if you see i i did work uh, so so many uh, art which is really unbelievable to to follow on that mm-hmm. i But heard that i did yeah. It. yeah i did it because it was it was challenging for me and i love to have challenge hmm. means i like to uh, to have you know to do something new yeah. uh, i'm i'm into say not challenge but i want to do something new and which is which is which is a unique thing what he did this is the right word unique thing yes. so he did very unique thing he gave me composition i i did because one note you find in low octave one here because he 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 composed with his orchestra way you know he western because he composed also western orchestra and things he did so he composed in that way and for sitar is like hand is going jumps, up and yeah. up, jumps but you know i did it so that's why this this group came very unique mm-hmm. and i would say um, you know the band shakti also inspired us with john mclaughlin and and zakir hussain we used yes. i used to listen him in 70s cds somewhere and when i listened that and i thought one day i will make some some music like that mm. 
I, I made many music, but I was never satisfied till I found Trio Benares. Mm-hmm. And, and, and once I had this group, I say, yes, I want to do because Roger is a very, very, uh, very, very special man, a special musician. And to work, I love to work always with a special musician because music is not hobby for him. Music is work for him. Because I work with Indian musician and also with Western musician. So when I work with Western musician who have hobby, and my I have my profession as a musician, it's very hard to work because they work, okay, it's my hobby, but I want to work like high level. So when Roga, Roger Hansel came to me, it's a perfect match we had. Yes. Because he want to do his best, I want to do my best. My tabla player want to do his best. So this was the best combination, best group. So when you say how it works for you, how it, it, this thing come, but I say this is unique because we three, you know, work really hard to get. And I want to tell you one composition called Rajas. Yes, I believe I was listening to that just now. Yeah. And I tell you, it took me two years to understand that composition. Hmm. If you hear that composition, you would see how how difficult that composition is. Yeah. Because yeah. I didn't know where is the one, where is what, and it took me, and I was so frustrated. How can I do? How can I do? And he gave me two years b- before this composition. And so he he, he, said, he composed this piece. Roger had this composed, and he brought it yes. to you. Uh-huh. Yeah. just composition is composed by Roger Hansel. Hmm. Yeah, and it took me two years to understand. When when I learned first part, I forgot second part because it was difficult. Because and this composition, your hand, I have to work all my composition low octave. Yeah. And then come medial octave, the low, a medial, or high. It's like each each second whole note is changing. You're jumping so, and moving a lot. Jump, yeah, yeah, jumping each each second. So that was so difficult for sitar player. I think Rajas is one of the hardest composition. Can mm-hmm. well, one of the things I like about the albums I've heard of Trio Benares is it seems to take a nice balance of you know, Roger's compositional mind and your Indian, you know, sensibility. And that's, to me, what gives it a nice balance. And, exactly. and of course, having um, Prashant Mishra on tabla is just a fantastic, you know, rhythmic um, portion. And so it's, it seems like, you know, Roger will bring some compositions and ideas, and then you will also do the same to Roger. And, Together, you you have created your your albums and, and compositions like that. And uh, I want to tell you that Roger is the first ever saxophone player in the world that who played Banarsi Kajari. Kajari is one of the famous tune in Banaras, which was made famous also by Ustad Bismillah Khan Saab, mm. the Sanai player Ustad Bismillah Khan Saab. So mm. uh, Roger Hansel was the is a is a first saxophone player who I taught him to to play traditional uh, kajari on wow. saxophone. And whenever he play in Varanasi, everybody is like, "How can it possible to play this thing a Western 
music, uh, musician can play this this so perfect kajari wow because the movement of kajari is so so lovely uh, the rhythm and, it's a very and, it's something that yeah is like um it's not like a straight rhythm for our listeners it's it's something it's that yeah you kind of just have to feel it and and you can't just break it down and you know why because uh, they, they the whole banaras if you see most composition is groovy is because they they work is a wave of ganga hmm so old composition many year many hundred years old they make they they were sitting in front of ganga and they saw the wave like you are sitting on boat the, rock, the rocking yeah. boat yes yes so that's most of the song of banaras is is like a wave of ganga wow wow well that's amazing that was something i was wondering you know how did it start with with roger hanchel and how did you guys start working together and uh I think it's just a great story of two musicians from different cultures both with, you know, the same level of devotion coming together and making something new, which you seem to like this challenge and this um this freshness and what is um what is something that you're thinking about now that is new? Are you composing right now? Is there an, a new album that you're thinking about or um what is uh what is kind of the next project for you musically or someone you yeah, want to work so with? I I have uh, been uh, working with several projects so I this going to be my first uh, uh singing album. Ah. To, and that is uh, for relaxing all my uh, mantra CDs coming up. Uh-huh. So this is uh, releasing in USA mm-hmm. with Sounding of the Planet CD uh planet this is going to be released and that is i'm making like a mantra of gayatri mantra which is one of the hardest mantra they say but is one of the healing mantras and uh, there is ganesha mantra and there is uh, there is a durga mantra and there are few shiva mantra shiva like har har mahadev shambho and all but i composed it different way so it's not like you you will ever hear because i composed in raga like uh, i composed a jay ganesh i wrote also my own composition and at the same time i i composed it in rag darbari wow so this will be this will be like very because each raga affects uh, each raga affects a lot of people so so i try to make people in this corona time it's this when people are are really needing peace really needing power really really needing energy so this cd will be gift to them that they can hear and they can get you know energized and they can get out of this this situation uh, mentally and they can get power so they can they can feel you know happy happiness mm. Wow, I'm excited for this. When when uh, can we look forward to to seeing this album, and how can we find it for uh, our listeners? I'm, I'm sure you will find. Uh, I think it's next month is going to be oh, busy. Oh wow, beautiful! Yeah, and and all all things ready. Even cover is ready, and it you will find it Amazon and i um, uh, Sp- iTunes and Spotify everywhere. and all the streaming platforms. Yeah, yeah everywhere, everywhere. Wonderful. 
and uh, and people can also you know visit my my website if they want to come in india later on visit visit my school where i have a school in varanasi so they can also visit and to get uh, information about about banaras music hmm wow wow well you know this year is is unique and i know normally you would be touring um internationally and i'm i'm curious you've you've had a long career as a performing artist internationally starting with your father i believe in you know since 1994 um touring in europe and i'm wondering from what you've seen in in the west europe and in the usa has the audience has it changed is it growing is it is it is something that you've noticed in this you know over 20 year period that you have been touring in other parts of the world or maybe it's easier to just go specifically with say europe versus usa but i'm i'm just wondering what you have seen in the audience because you know you're bringing a, a different art form from india to mm-hmm. these other countries and other cultures and i'm i'm curious what you have seen change in in your time well i would not say it's a change because audience is always liking um, to hear something you know like indian music and mm. relaxed music and something but what i see is that uh, the greats like pandit after pandit ravi shankar ji uh, gone and ustad ali akbar khan sahab gone especially in us i see the 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 generation new generation is uh, is coming little uh, they are more into kirtan aha uh-huh. kirtan uh, uh, you know new new generation which is very nice uh, very very because it's also healing that's why i made this cd also but at same time for classical music i see that they need to fill the place hmm because i i feel that there are many good musician in india but uh, you know i think uh, there should be somebody like new new ravi shankar pandit ravi shankar ustad uh, ali akbar khan sahab and i'm thank you thankful to ustad zakir husain who did so much to indian classical music in west yes uh, for europe i would say europe is very different because europe has a very very much you know like music tradition and all like you know if you go to vienna and all this I mean to say, in in US they have also music tradition. I'm not saying But that Europe has a longer history of of the yeah, arts yeah, and culture. Yeah, yeah, that's what I'm saying. Yes. And yes. and in Europe, like there's a lot of uh, universe uh, music schools and lot of uh, things. What I'm doing there, many like I I was going to teach in Milan Conservatory and other places. So I'm 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 doing a lot of work in Europe and Europe with European musician. But what I want to do in 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 america i want to i want to i started to re again because i used to come a, a lot in us and it was break for 7 5 years mm-hmm. and then i started again my tour in U, us but what i want to do i want to do you know something what pandit ji have done pandit ravi shankar ji have done like uh, uh, you know working with such a great musician and i feel that i can do that because because i i feel that in 70s when indian classical music people were saying oh to in, in india 
why Pandit, Pandit Ravishankar ji going to West and teaching there and all these things. Many musicians in India they were talking about. But his 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 vision was broad. His vision was big. His, yes. He wanted to make Indian classical music, Indian music, in globally. He wanted, and he, which he did. That is my vision. My vision is like people asking me, "Hey, you you do less concerts in India? Why are you doing in the world?" I say in India, a lot of musicians is playing. But if I'm able to do, I'm working with because I'm able to do with Roger Ansel. I'm able to do with Ro, Roberto Olzer from Italy, piano player. I'm working. I'm working with other other many many projects I'm doing. So because I I'm able to do, and I I feel feel happy to do that. Yes. I'm not feeling like oh, uh, you know, I should not do that. I have to be open. I'm open for that. And at the same time, I I already uh, explained you before that when it's traditional music comes, I'm always traditional. But when it's fusion or when I'm working with jazz or world music, I'm 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 trying to be open and present on stage. This is this is very important for musician to that what Zakir Bhai, Star Zakir Senji. Pandit Ravi Shankarji and my father was same on stage. He worked with John Handy, with other musicians, Paul Horn and other mm. musicians. My father worked, so so you know he he was present and and not not uh, here and there on stage. You have to be present. You have to make your part well. So which I try to do on stage. I try to to listen others, not only playing my part but also listening other and. Give little bit higher touch. Yes, the art of being a great performer is uh, very important. And I'm happy. Also, will you are doing good, and you are you are doing good in and I, in in sitar and and keep it up. Thank and, you. And you are making music uh, work and popular in in your your areas. So that's what it needed to make, you know, more interest. Of music, and I'm there always. Whenever people need me for recordings, for anything, if they need any information, I'm there to help people. And that should be artists should be not feeling, um, you know, as you say, like you're traveling a lot and doing this. But I'm open, and I'm I'm open to talk with people and and give my advice or learning from them also. It's not mm-hmm. only I'm giving advice, but I'm learning from you. Sometimes I, I learn from you what you what you give me some good advice. I always take it. So this is the good uh, the good good thing of good become a good musician. I want to from your channel from your conferen- video conferencing or I want to say that if you want if anybody wants to become good artist, they have to be a little open. Mm. They have to to be you know taking good advice from anywhere. One, no matter it come from, from child, age of five years old, boy, young boy, or child, or it comes from seven, seventy years, senior person. But if you have good advice, you should take. Hmm. Wow. Well, that that's wonderful. That's usually my last question: is some advice, and your advice is to be open to learning from from everyone that you work with and encounter, and. It's been a real pleasure speaking with you, Deo Bracci, and 
we're looking forward to this album release that's coming up. Can you remind us the name of the album? It's a mantra, mantra CD by Deobrat. Mantra yeah. by Deobrat Mishra. So be on, on the lookout for this on, on all streaming platforms. Yeah, and, and it is also featuring, I invited a musician Dean Evanson is playing a little flute on that. Some flute, beautiful. And um, for our listeners who may want to reach out and connect with you, can you share your website with us? www.deobrat, D-E-O-B-R-A-T-M-I-S-H-R-A, deobratmishra.com. Deobratmishra.com. You can reach out to Deobratji in person. And um, wow, it's, it's another ins- inspiring conversation with a great musician here. I will see you guys next time. Thank you again, Deo Brachi. Thank you. Thank you once again for supporting another episode. Please take a minute to like and subscribe and review the World Music Podcast. If you haven't noticed, when you are listening to the podcast, there will be some notes for the show in which I always put a link to the featured artist's uh, website or the best place to connect with them. So don't forget to look there and uh, check out more offerings by our featured guests. And then also you can find all of my offerings, such as uh, my instrument shop, my online course, and everything else that I do. So again, thanks so much. See you on the next episode.